Dublin's Talking Sport with Ken Doherty and Reggie Corrigan. Let's go to have a life out here. What the hell's going on out here? It's a lot of fun. Keep it fun. Hello and welcome to this NFL exclusive podcast in conjunction with Dublin's Talking Sport on Sunshine 106.8. Uh, we broadcast every Saturday morning from 9 to 11am with Ken Doherty and Reggie Corrigan. But unfortunately due to COVID-19 health and safety regulations, the show has been postponed for a number of weeks. But please do keep an eye on our social media pages as we will let you know as soon as we're back live on air but for a second week i am delighted to be joined by stephen o'brien from the uk packers and uk and irish packers podcast and i can see Steve is an incredibly happy man and why are you smiling now Steve? <laughs> maybe maybe we're in the nfc championship game again that has something to do with it and also that we did so well last week that we got commissioned again so here we are blaine how's it going i mean this is going to take off right i mean do reggie and ken need to worry and be quaking in their boots Oh, I think definitely. I think yeah. definitely so. They're like, oh, Blaine's going to take my spot. <laughs> no, <laughs> never, never. I could never replace Ken no. Doherty and Reggie Corrigan. <laughs> no, we need to be better at the snooker and rugby, I think, to be taking over them. But anyway, we'll move on swiftly before they start getting paranoid. That's it. That's it. And I think we'll have to, you know, we'll have to start off with previewing, or not previewing, excuse me, recapping mm. the, I think, the divisional round that did not disappoint the. And you know what? I'm going to bring up your ACA actually from last week. Oh, you go got on. three out of four, you got 75% fair play to you Trend very up. very good very very good trending up I was better in school I promise yeah look it was a weird <laughs> as you said it was a, It was great for me being a Packers fan because you know with our potent offence and I know sort of we were talking in pre-production and you were saying like you know this is the number one offence going up against the number one defence it was an amazing sort of you know what's that a movable object phrase uh, which was brilliant so the Packers really put on tape and showed that they are the real deal um, a lot of that comes down to some very intricate and clever things that I know we're going to try keep this podcast and this video to 10 and 15 minutes because me and you were chin wagging for 45 minutes last <laughs> week. And in fact, if you take the stuff from before and after that, we were chin wagging for way longer. Uh, yeah. Long story short, you are now the best man at my upcoming wedding. Um, so <laughs> the Packers did really well um, and defensively they did really well. Jared Goff for the Rams played really well, but it still wasn't enough. And their prize for winning that game is to invite the old timer Tom Brady, who again did fantastic uh, last week against the Saints um, you know there was this thing about that he sent Drew Brees off to retirement he kind of did and that's not being disrespectful um, and there's a really fascinating matchup there which I know we're going to talk about a little bit later uh, if we have time but I know you want to talk about the injuries Blaine weren't they a bit bonkers Last they week. were indeed, and 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 two major injuries. Um, one in the the first game, um, against the Ravens and Bills. So Lamar Jackson, the former MVP, was injured, and uh, that really um caused a massive stir for the Ravens, didn't it? Now, Steve. Yeah, I mean, I was impressed by the quarterback that came in in relief of Lamar Jackson. Uh, he seemed to take up the mantle pretty well. He was running around and staying active. He was throwing the ball. Um, so what I will say, and, and strangely enough, this never usually happens when your starting quarterback goes out, especially with the pair of Lamar Jackson. Um, and we see that with Patrick Mahomes as well, which I know we're going to talk about in about 30 seconds. Uh, Lamar yeah. Jackson goes out with the uh, concussion. He gets his head smushed into the ground. They do a bit of a Steelers effort with the high snap. But what I would say is that game shocked me because I didn't think the Bills 
Bills had it in them with their defense because their weak part of their defense was against the run and Lamar Jackson was seemingly unstoppable uh, the latter part of the season particularly um, with the run and they've got some good uh, running stable there so you think they get the job done playing but they didn't he goes out with that concussion I would like to have seen what they could have done because the Ravens staged a mini comeback uh, let's say but the Bills were just too strong for them and if we flip over to the Chiefs game then Paddy yeah, Mahomes yeah. I mean he looked rattled didn't he Blaine I mean that was a he bad hit indeed. Yeah, um, yeah, and and it is the exact same as as you said, Steve. Too, um, the the Browns um nearly made a dis nearly got a disappointment. They did when Patrick Mahomes went down early in the second half, and Chad Henney had to come on. But uh, yeah. it was it was worrying for the Kansas City Chiefs, wasn't it? Now seeing yeah. Patrick Mahomes, your Super Bowl MVP, go mm-hmm. down, your your star player. Yeah, and I mean he is what makes that team tick. They have an awful lot of unbelievable talents like Tyreek Hill, Travis Kelsey. Uh, Tariq Hill you, you can't cover him I mean there's no one that can keep up with this guy the cheetah he's the fast, one of the fastest NFL players um, he's probably the fastest NFL player in the league now Travis Kelsey is so smart as a tight end and um, with a guy that big and that good at route running you just can't cover him and then you have Patrick Mahomes who is absolutely the real deal like I was sceptical slightly about him for a little while because of the big payday and all of that kind of stuff and would people figure him out they just can't figure him out because he's incredible he can throw from both hands he can throw while going to the ground he does the stuff that you shouldn't do and he does it so well and completes it it's unbelievable but he goes down with that head injury he gets carted off and Chad Henney did a fantastic job but the kudos has to go on Chad Henney's shoulders but also Andy Reid yeah. he called some really ballsy stuff um, on fourth down uh, Blaine and he should get like he is and I've said it before I think I said it on the radio or on, on the podcast is that Andy Reid should get an awful lot more credit than what he deserves most um, definitely you know you can already look ahead to Hall of Fame coaching but I guess we should probably amble into maybe some news or maybe some previews where do you want to go I think we have to go into the news and I think the biggest news that we have to talk about is this week's retirements they, mm. uh, and, I, and, and one retirement that has been official and it's been announced is Indianapolis Colts quarterback Philip Rivers has announced retirement after 17 seasons. Yeah. So uh, he he 16 seasons with the San Diego slash LA Chargers and mm. one season with the Indianapolis Colts. I'm going to tell you now, Steve. He is fifth time, or sorry, he's fifth in all time pass yards, mm. pass completions, and touchdowns. But I do have a question for you now, Steve. He's cool. got zero Super Bowls, he does. Yeah. So, will he be remembered as a great in this veteran class, including Tom Brady, Aaron Rodgers, Ben Roethlisberger, um, Drew Brees, who have been Super Bowl champions? What, what do you think? Well, like, a real football anorak and a guy who watches the NFL and covers the NFL and, uh, and does this stuff, you know, day in, day out, he's a great player. Uh, he's a great character, and he did it with teams that he shouldn't have been that successful with. Um, he, you know he'd play when he was injured uh, he was real sort of old school in that way he's one of the old breed um, and you know when you look at the teams he was on with the Chargers um, you know sometimes he wasn't surrounded by much talent at all uh, which is no fault of his um, and then also sometimes he was surrounded by talent but then they kept getting injured before the season I've, I have a friend who's a, an avid Chargers fan and has been for a long time and yeah. every single preseason without fail he would say Steve it's after happening again because you know half the roster gets injured or pulls ACLs or whatever and they're out for the season so the problem with Super Bowl wins is is that they're not an individual stat 
Philip Rivers yeah. can't put the team on his back and bring him in and win it. The only quarterback that can do that apparently is Tom Brady, but everybody else can't really do it. And that's Tom Brady has ruined stats for everybody because <laughs> him and Bill Belichick did it for so long. But that's not the norm. People have to understand that. So when anybody quotes, um, and again, people are going to say, of course, a Packers fan says that because we have the best quarterback um, stat-wise in the league. You can yeah. talk about Super Bowl rings and Brady, and I think he is fantastic. I don't suffer from that sort of Brady hate syndrome. Um, but we have the best quarterback, but we've only won one Super Bowl. And that comes down to a number of different things, Blaine. You know, special teams, gaffes, uh, poor performances yeah. at the wrong time, albeit in the playoffs. Um, but to find consistency in this league like he did over so long and not to be injured and to have such a great uh, sort of attitude about him, um, yeah, yeah, he's one of the absolute greats for me. Will he go into the Hall of Fame? Should do. But, you know, people do look at Super Bowls, unfortunately, um, and that might be the clincher. Yeah. And speaking of future Hall of Famers and and, and greats, uh, there's been a lot of reports that uh, Drew Brees, the uh, New Orleans Saints quarterback, has uh, played his final game when um, they lost to the Tampa Bay Buccaneers in the yeah. divisional round last week. And you have to look at Drew Brees. He is number one all-time in pass yards, number one in all-time in pass completions, and second of all-time in pass touchdowns. He's a Super Bowl champion back in 2010 and also a Super Bowl MVP. And I have to ask you as well, Steve, here's another thing as well. Drew Brees is a great, going to be a future Hall of Famer as well. Hmm. Do you think Drew Brees should have stayed at the Saints for all of his career? Do you think it was a bad decision that he did stay at the Saints for his whole career? Um, not really, because the success he had, I don't think he would have put up those numbers without Sean Payton, to be honest. Um, mm. There was all that controversy around, you know, the defensive headhunting and all that kind of stuff. So that kind of put a bit of a tarnish on it. But that just goes to show how, like, that that defense, when they weren't playing scandalously, illegally dirty, there were he had a good defense there. And like I was just saying about Philip Rivers playing, like, to win the Super Bowl is extremely difficult to do. Forget about Tom Brady. Like, when Lionel Messi and Ronaldo have gone out of football, you know, stuff would yeah. kind of get back to normal. It kind of is, because they're not at their, at their prime. <laughs> um, but yeah, I think... Look, there was all of this stuff. Like, no one expected him to have the career that he did, for instance. Look, because he wasn't always with the Saints. If you look at his career before that and when he was shipped at it down and he was effectively seen as worthless, you know, he was a diminutive quarterback as well. Um, and then he went on to do what he did with the Saints. And as well as that, the amount of stuff that he does charity-wise with the Saints as well is, is unbelievable. He's an incredible guy. And it was an incredible moment to see him and Tom Brady hugging it out and sort of, you know, playing with their kids on the field after that game, throwing the ball to them and stuff. He is an all-time great. And yeah, it, it is something to ponder. Had he went on somewhere else, would he have been as successful or more successful? To be honest, I don't think so. But one thing is for sure, and this is the thing that irks me, and it's along the exact same lines as what we're just talking about. Everybody looks at the Packers and Aaron Rodgers and says he's only won one ring. They've wasted his prime. You look at Drew Brees, he's won one ring and people say yeah. he's an unbelievable quarterback. There's definitely a difference in expectation there for sure. Uh, but yeah, look, the stats that you mentioned, that's the tale of a man. He'll go into, the, he's a first ballot Hall of Famer. Um, and it. But it's, again, it's still not confirmed that he has retired. He says he's going to go away and think about it. But I'm the body language expert in the UK Packers. And if you look at that body language <laughs> between him and Tom Brady hugging it out, um, it seems yeah. like he's definitely on his way out. But um, that's yeah, right. class act. It was, it, it was a nice little video actually seen at the end of the game 
game, uh, Tom Brady and him actually playing with uh, both their children. They were um, and finishing off. So listen, Steve, we're going to have to get into the big guns now. And it yep. is the conference championship this weekend. And we're going to go straight in guns blazing. We have the Tampa Bay Buccaneers going to Lambeau Field to play Green Bay Packers. And this is the Tom Brady versus Aaron Rodgers yeah. match. The GOAT versus the GOAT. Come on now, Steve. <laughs> Don't be very biased now, but come on. What do you think? Right, I'll try to break it down for you. Anything can happen, right? But what, what's yeah. hilarious is I was listening to Book's podcast um, all week because I was preparing for my own podcast to do the preview there, right? Um, so I won't get too granular on this one because I know we're running out of time. Uh, but what it really comes down to is, is that the books have said on their podcast is that the, the frozen tundra isn't that frozen because they've so many heaters and they're going to get a shock because I've been in Green Bay when it <laughs> didn't reach above zero. The beer lines freeze. This place is is, is really cold. Um, now, I know what they mean that on the sideline it's fine, but the minute you take the pitch or the field, I mean, it's going to be an absolute nightmare for these people. So what they need to do is, is the Packers need to do a couple of things to win this game. They need to come out fast out of the blocks. Uh, they need to use their running backs and keep their defense honest. Their defense sits quite shallow, um, so they need to hit those long passes, but they can only do that to the likes of MVS and their speedsters if they set up the run very quickly. One thing I will say for the Bucs is, is they're a good team. The Packers got trounced by them in week six, but all of that seems to be an anomaly. So if you look at how they blitzed Aaron Rodgers and, and seemed to frazzle him, but I did an analysis of that game after the fact, and Aaron Rodgers was off from the very first snap. Uh, there was something very wrong there, but he's flying high with confidence now but one thing is for sure even if the Packers go up which they have done in most of their games if they go up and they're at home remember so they have that advantage you can never count Tom Brady out Tom Brady brought the Patriots back against the Falcons and guess who was the quarterback's coach for the Falcons it was Matt LaFleur the head coach now of the <laughs> Packers right so he knows firsthand what it's like to come up against yeah. Tom Brady and never count him out Tom Brady also is 38 and two in, in playoff games that are below zero. So he knows what it's like to be frozen and play at an elite level. Tom Brady is again a class act and he's not, and he's got an abundance of talent. So I would imagine that this will be a tough game. The Packers have what it takes to get the revenge on the books in this game. But with Tom Brady, you just simply never know. But Very, very humbly. Very, very humble of you. <laughs> I know, yeah. Jesus. Yeah, we better yeah, move on yeah. before the total Aaron Love uh, comes out. <laughs> Absolutely. And we have to we have to go on to then, yes, the Bills going to Arrowhead Stadium um, against the current Super Bowl champions, Kansas City Chiefs. Now, come here now. I want to just mention something very, very quickly now because we are running out of time. Yeah. But Colin Coward who, Coward, who is the American sports media personality in America, said that this game should be postponed until Patrick Mahomes is fit to play the game yeah. what do you think of this now and then give me a little preview of what or uh, of what do you think this game is going to go well I'll tell you what you pronounce his name coward which is very fitting right he's cowherd <laughs> but is also fitting because he talks a lot of cow manure right so this guy he's a sort of a shock jock he's always against Aaron Rodgers until all of a sudden he's with Aaron Rodgers uh, he said a couple of years ago when Aaron Rodgers a, a hit piece came out by a guy called Ty Dunn um, and he had all these anonymous sources the ones that weren't anonymous were players that were known for talking trash about Aaron Rodgers Greg Jennings and Jermichael Finley and Cowherd came out and said oh people need to jump on this I mean they really need to go all out so he's into his personal attacks right of course he would say it because he has us talking about it that's exactly what we're doing um, when it. it comes to concussions it's a bad um, thing for the game and that's why the NFL themselves have brought in all these rules like 
you know they've shortened kickoffs because that's where most of those injuries would happen you can't lead with your head uh, roughing the passer if you sort of fart in his direction so that's what kind of happens they're trying to protect these quarterbacks because it's a it's a terrible game when they get injured now that funnily enough wasn't actually the case last weekend when we saw Lamar Jackson and Paddy Mahomes go out right but they don't know if Patrick Mahomes is going to play and here's my prediction if Patrick Mahomes doesn't play the Bills win this game um, yeah. if Patrick Mahomes does play they're, the Chiefs are not guaranteed to win because we don't know what condition Mahomes is actually going to be and he still needs to pass the concussion protocol he hasn't been practicing all week he's done what they call life practice so he needs to get back into it and then be evaluated now I would trust the team that they have Chad Henney actually played out of his socks but the Bills um, I keep playing them down but they are a real deal but they have some deficiencies in really really glaring places they blitz almost more than anybody else on defence however they don't tend to get home when they blitz and if Paddy Mahomes is playing well then he's the best in the league against the blitz his, his quarterback rating almost rises when you blitz yeah. him because you commit more defensive players to him he can sniff it out he's mobile in the pocket if he's not running well then he can pick someone down the field and he has those speedsters to get open quickly so the Chiefs are very very difficult to beat so if Mahomes isn't 100%, I reckon that they're probably going to lose this game uh, just because what keeps the Bills in their games is defense. And that's what yeah. they're going to depend on in this game. They're not a strong running team. They depend on Josh Allen, who's been absolutely fantastic this season, to use his legs. Uh, Stephon Diggs is the real X factor there. He didn't really get going properly um, in that game last week. If they get him going, well, then they definitely have a chance. But it's all going to focus on defense for them, which is stopping Mahomes and keeping him off the field and scoring defense that when they do get them on is that they try get some interceptions or pick sixes if that doesn't happen I think the Bills would go down I was an awful lot more higher on the Bills until I started digging into the sort of detailed stats yeah. um, you know around those sort of those blitz stats and everything else uh, but yeah look it could go either way so if we get to the Acker really quickly before we finish up I reckon that Green Bay beat the Bucks, and I reckon that the Bills beat the Chiefs Right, uh, and listen. that's going against all odds. If you want a five to one <laughs> shot, and this hurts my heart to say, go for the books to beat the Packers. Now you will lose your money. I'm just going to tell you that, right? <laughs> um, totally biased. But if you go for books and Bills, you get a five to one. If you go for Chiefs and Packers, you get barely two to one. So it's not really worth your money. So put your money in your pocket and uh, buy your partner a nice takeaway i mean that's what i would say and just enjoy the games <laughs> and listen you finish off strong and that's it steve from the uk packers finishes off with the green bay packers will beat the books put your money back in your pocket don't even bet against them <laughs> well listen steve thank you very very much i really really appreciate you for coming on and i really hope that next time we do talk that you'll be smiling even more with aaron Rodgers, going hopefully super bowl bound uh, so this has been Blaine O'Hara with Steve Diddy um, with this NFL exclusive podcast for Sunshine 106.8.